Hey. Hey. So what did we talk about? We talked about finding creative ways to get your business in front of people without spending lots of money. And I think we also identified some topics for future podcasts. There's some social media nuggets in there too. Enjoy. Welcome to the Refreshing Edge podcast, hosted by Megan and Nicholas DeSalvo, about what businesses go through when branding, developing creative, and marketing their business in an ever-changing digital climate. It's also about leadership, company culture, building community, working with your spouse, and whatever we feel is important to share with you today. You might know Megan as an amazing wife, incredible mother, thespian, entrepreneur, co-owner, and creator of opportunities at Edge One Media, and volunteer for every nonprofit organization that exists in Portland and maybe beyond. You might know Nicholas for his love of coffee, tennis, watches, video games, and all things Portland. Hey, Megan. Hey, Nicholas. How are you today? I'm great. How about you? I am living the dream, just doing all the things that business owners do. Um, so I heard that some people were interested in a few different topics. Is that true? That is true. There are some topics that are trending on our private Facebook group. If you guys want to be a part of that, let us know. Um, finding creative ways to get my business in front of people without spending lots of money. Getting in front of the right people as well with the things that have the biggest impact. And letting go, go of old patterns and learning new ones. Those are all very interesting questions. And... The first one is is super interesting and I think of the moment right now. We're at the beginning of 2020 and we are talking a lot about how the framework of attention has changed over time. And it used to be you know when we first when we first started this company, it was still sufficient for you to get an ad in the yellow pages. And that would feed your business and you would be busy. Or get a bunch of business cards designed and printed and have those and pass them out like candy to everybody that you know. Um, you know, printed collateral was a very important piece of your business strategy. Well, and printed collateral still does have its place. Business it cards are important. It does. However, if you're talking about getting in front of people without spending a lot of money, now is the best time for you to be able to do that in the history of time. Absolutely. I think part of that is with your um, digital marketing, the, the content that you're putting out, the videos that you make. Yes, I said videos, the V word. Um, and your blogging, vlogging, live videos, content on social media, the GIFs, GIFs, whatever you want to call them. I we think call it's them GIFs. GIFs. We call them GIFs, but people call them GIFs. I think it's GIF. What do you think? I think it's GIF, but people sometimes think it's GIF. doesn't matter. What does matter, though, is some of the perceptions that we run into with small businesses, medium regional businesses, just business in general, is that people are afraid to post content. They want perfection. They want it to be polished. They want to make sure there are no grammatical errors. Um, they don't like how they look on camera. They're afraid to be on camera. There's all kinds of excuses. They don't want to bother their clients. Mm -hmm. They don't want to upset them or, or do anything to rock the boat. 
But I'm here to say that those are all excuses. They're very, very, very nice excuses to not market your business online. To not post content. As a small business, as a, me- as a business in general, I say small business because we work with a lot of small businesses and this is very prevalent in, um, in individual people that they are afraid to upset the people who are following them and they operate from some kind of fear mindset. But I am also here to tell you that as a business, you need to be a content production company. The way to get attention is to post yourself out there. The internet is free. It is free to post on Facebook. It is free to post on Instagram. It is free to post on TikTok. It's free to post on Nextdoor. Twitter. It's free to post on Twitter. It's free to post anywhere on the internet. And the way people get attention is to post over and over and over again. Now, what would you say is the amount of time people should post on social media each day? Well, I mean, if you're asking me, people should post 100 times a day. If you're asking me, it's a minimum of three and a maximum of like, I don't even know. You don't, there's no maximum. You, but across the 10 relevant channels. Yes. And focusing on what's relevant for you, what's relevant for your target market and your audience. Because if you're trying to reach a certain demographic, they tend to aggregate towards a certain social media. So it would make sense if you only had time for one social media platform for you to pick the one that's going to return your investment of time. Can I talk about time for a second? Because I think that is an excuse also, is that people say they don't have time for social media, but in actuality, the amount of time that it takes you to make a post across five different platforms is pretty minuscule. If you're going to do one, you might as well do a bunch. Yes. However, it's because they want it to be perfect and they spend a half an hour per post. I'm telling you, if you're spending more than five minutes on posting to any one channel, you're taking, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Um, so what should you post? You should ask yourself, there's a very important question that you should ask yourself every single day and multiple times a day. And that is, is this a marketable moment? When you are in your car, you're driving to a networking event, you're going to a lunch meeting, maybe you have a meeting with some big wig, you should ask yourself, is this a marketable moment? If it is, you need to take a picture or a video or something to capture that moment and post it all over social media. Because if you don't, it's like it never happened. It is. And if you don't promote yourself, who is going to? And that's the the thing that is the most important, I think, when you're talking about posting content is that nobody else is going to do it as good as you could do it because nobody experiences the things in your business that you do. And so what you should do is make some time for it and realize that you cannot post too much. One of the other things we talk about with our clients is time boxing that time into your schedule. So I have been telling people for years that you pick a day of the week that works for you. Some people that's Sunday evening, some people that's Friday. It doesn't matter what day or time it is. I have clients who it's nine o'clock at night. I have some who it's seven o'clock in the morning. I have others who it's in the middle of their day. It is what works for you, your schedule, and you schedule it on your calendar. It is an hour of time for your marketing or two hours of time for your marketing every single week. And you don't schedule anything else over it or push it away. 
because people are willing to cut marketing and um, and cut it and be the first thing that it cuts off your calendar. And I'm telling you, it's probably the most important thing you'll do all week. So what are some strategies that people can implement in order to post more often? I think capturing moments throughout the day. And so images throughout the day, it may not be something that you post that day, but you need to capture it. So first be a content capturer, um, taking pictures, getting reviews, um, just asking questions to your audience to find out what they are interested in, um, engaging. I think that that's important. So that's one. Engaging. That is a big part of it. So one of the ways that we got the topics for this podcast is we went out into our Facebook group and said, hey, what are you interested in hearing about right now, right? And people came back to us and said, hey, how can I get in front of people? (laughs) Megan just gave me the death stare because I made noise. (laughs) How do you get in front of people without spending a ton of money? And and the answer is, is finding ways to post content and things that people care about because people care about you as a person more than they care about what you do as a business. What they care about is how have you been in the community? How have you interacted with other people? How, what are the values of your business? What is it like to do business with you? Why should I do business with you? Those kinds of questions. And in our own life, our value proposition is that we have been around for a long time. We are part of the community. We understand what the value is to business and what you should be doing with your marketing dollars, those kinds of things. And so in our social strategy, we try to post things that reinforce the idea that we will be good stewards of your money. We understand what the marketing landscape is and we understand how to bring value by being a part of the community that we do business in. So what does that mean to you? And I think that's what you need to sit and ask yourself is what are your value propositions? How do you add value into your clients or your prospective clients or the community's life? Um, If it is a product or a service that you sell or it is a venue that you have or a restaurant that you have, um, you need to think about what are those things that set you apart from everyone else? How are you different? Um, What is your value? And um, that's the stuff that you need to be promoting. Um, we talk about people uh, promoting, you know, kind of this so- sort of 70-30 split, uh, where 70% of the time you're not talking about your product or your service or your business exactly, but you're providing value. And then there's 30% of the time that you are posting more about, you know, the sale that you have going on or something that's going on in your industry or something specific about the product or service you sell. Um, so I think keeping that in mind. The idea is that you post enough things that provide value and that get, get, gain attention that when it's time for you to post the thing that will help your business, people will pay attention to it. Because if you just keep blasting out about how you've got a sale going on or what your what your business services are, people don't care about what your business services are. They don't. They won't pay attention to constant advertisement like broadcasts of what your services are but if you talk about how you've interacted with the community the volunteer work that you've been doing what it's like to be in your office whose birthday it is today your office gnome your office dog 
whatever personality differentiator you have as a company, if you talk about those things and you get interaction on those things, because those are the things that people connect with you about. If you do, do those things, they are much more likely to see the thing that says, hey, we're running a sale for 40% off. Come by now. Absolutely. And I tell people also to think about, you know, the things that happen in life that make them real. Did you get a flat tire? Did you get st stood up at a meeting? You know, what happened in your day-to-day -day life that makes you a real life person and not just some, you know, semblance of something that's out there on the internet. And so the key to this also is consistency. If you're posting once every few days or you're just getting to it in little short bursts, it's not going to be enough to sustain the attention of an audience. What you should be thinking about is how can I post something interesting at least once a day, every day? Probably a minimum of three times a day. Just saying. <laughs> uh, you should also think about in that same nugget, you should also think about, um, you know, how often you want to engage with people and what that engagement might look like. Mm -hmm. um, so that time, that hour or two hours you set aside each week, you know, if, if each post is taking you five minutes, you can schedule out a bunch of them in that time. But then in addition to that, you can follow people. So I think going through and following other people on social media is very important. Um, you can go through and engage with people in your industry or based on a hashtag or some other nugget of information from that industry. Um, and then I, I think talking to people, asking people questions, getting them to engage with you, taking polls, uh, those are all very important things. Absolutely. One of our current tactics, if we're going to talk tactics, is on Instagram and Twitter and those places where interaction happens a lot, we will go as a business and look at all of our significant hashtags, maybe 10 per day. And we will go and comment on 10 things from each hashtag so that we're interacting with people. And that's one way that you gain followers, but it's also a way that you gain notoriety and you build relationships because being, being successful on social media means you must be social. You need to go reach out to people so that they know who you are and not just rely on the posts that you make because that's only one part of it. The, yeah. second, the second part of it is just going out and interacting so people know that you're actually there. And that means going out and interacting, going out and following people. One of the things that we also do on Instagram is just go out and follow as many people as we can in a day. Usually it's about 100 people a day. And people who we might find interesting and who might find us interesting. And, you know, 20 to 30% of those people might follow us back. Great. It's good, right? And if they don't follow us back and they are uh, they don't interact with us or something like that, then we'll unfollow. And that's an okay thing to do. People people tend to think that once they follow somebody, they can't unfollow them. Oh my goodness, what happens if they see that you unfollowed them? I'm here to tell you, you can totally unfollow people. We do it all the time. It's okay. In fact, it's a it's a very liberating thing to do is just to go through and call your list. If someone is not providing you with value, just go through and unfollow them because it doesn't make sense for you to continue to follow people just because, you know, maybe you're afraid of losing followers. Mm -hmm. I also think uh, that you can unfollow someone and then follow them again 
And it might just be the time of day. Maybe you followed them at seven o'clock in the morning and they don't look at their phone or their device that they manage their social media on until late in the afternoon. And so it got buried by other things and they didn't see it. So, um, you know, the other day, uh, Nicholas unfollowed someone on our social media and I went right back and followed them again and they followed us back within like a minute. So I think thinking about that too, you know, just because you unfollow somebody doesn't mean you can't go back and follow them again. Yeah. The other thing that I would say is that you should also try to try to be positive with people. You know, understand that everybody has their values. I don't know where I'm going with this. We're going to cut this part out. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, so back to the topic, though, the topic of finding creative ways to get your business in front of people. So there's lots of free ways. Uh, posting is, is one of them. Being silly is another. I think that far too often people are very serious with their social media and they need to take advantage of those gifs or um, creating content that's just funny on, you know, like TikTok, I would say, is a great place for people to be funny. Um, Instagram stories, Insta stories and Facebook stories is another great place for people to be funny. Um, you don't always have to have serious content. It's OK to make people laugh and have a good time. Um, and oftentimes those are actually the ones that are going to be the most popular. Um, and those are going to be the ones that when you do have that sale or that special thing that you're running, other people will see that event or that sale because they follow you for your Monday memes or whatever it is that you're posting. So realizing that you need funny content in there too, that's not just serious is important. That's true. And you said something very interesting in that last bit, which was TikTok. This is something that we haven't talked about. But TikTok is an amazing platform because um, you can have zero followers on it and post something and get thousands of views, which actually happened to me when I first joined. I just made a simple 15-second video about living in Oregon, and 12,000 people saw it. Because it was Oregon check. And so if wherever you are in the United States or abroad, you can do a check on your city um, and you basically just do hashtag your city's name and then check uh, behind it. And that is a very, very popular thing to do right now on the TikTok area. Anyway, what I was saying was that you don't have to get, you don't have to be well established on TikTok to get thousands of views. And in fact, just the act of making something that a lot of people saw got me hundreds of new followers, which is something valuable. And as you start to gain followings in different social channels, you can leverage them to gain followers other places and to do other things with them and to get them to join your mailing lists. And, you know, you can use your mailing lists as advertising targets so you can create audiences in different ad channels. So there are lots of ways once you start to begin to interact people that you can use those things as business assets not only just for people to see what you're posting, but also so that you can make sure that you're top of mind in other places. One of the things that I think frustrates me the most is that there are people who focus mainly on the followers or the likes, and that's not really where the, where the value and the gold is. Um, so, for instance, there's a brand that had 10,000 likes, uh, followers. They had 10,000 followers, but they were getting like traction of 25 people engaging with their posts 
because they're not going around and engaging with other people. They're also not capturing email addresses or any other information from those people that are following them. So really, they've got this dead list of 10,000 people, which looks good on social media, but it means nothing. It, it, it means absolutely nothing. It's a complete vanity indicator. You know, they have a lot of people following them, but who is talking with them about it? And do they care about those 10,000 people? The other thing that interacting does on social media is it shows that you care about people, which is a powerful business indicator. You know, people want to do business with other people that they know and they like and they trust. And if you are not interacting with people on social, your your reach is going to be very stymied and people are going to see that it's not authentic. That's absolutely right. Yes. I like that word. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I think... The other important piece of the puzzle is, uh, you know, when you're thinking of creative ways to um, get in front of people without spending a lot of money, um, some of that is through your email list. You know, if you can capture data from people, so utilizing social media or utilizing business cards or whatever it is, whatever means it is that you are collecting data, maybe you're speaking in front of a group of people, have a, have a newsletter sign up sheet. Um, the reason being is that you can utilize that for your newsletter. You can utilize that for your ad channels. Um, those email addresses are very, very valuable. They're like gold. And you can, if you decide that you want to do text messaging or other um, SMS uh, features later on, you can utilize those email addresses to do that as well. So a lot of your marketing that you do um, relies upon having a really good, sturdy email list and having it be a clean list. So... Uh, I would say if you have not already start, you know, compiling that today, if you have a list, but you're unsure if it's a good list or not, I think that that's another area where you can test the waters and get clean it up. Um, but you Send know, emails to it, see what happens. Yeah, exactly. You know, email is the, is the cheapest form of advertising that you can do because it's, it's free. And there are people who've already opted in to receiving your emails. If you've done it right, you don't want to send spam emails to uh, people you haven't who haven't given you permission but if you're if you've done it right and you've collected emails in the right way there are people who are already interested in hearing what you have to say so email them and it's very easy to ask people to opt in um i think that that's the the thing is people say well am i allowed to send this well if you email them and ask them if they want to opt in and they opt in then they have opted in so yes absolutely you can send them whatever you would like after that point yeah and it also, the other thing about email is it's a, it's the objection that we run into, I think the most, at least me, is that they're afraid to email people or they're afraid to bother people. And really, if they've opted in, they're a fan of your business. And it goes back to social. You cannot post on social media too many times because if people don't want to see you, the algorithm works that you, they, you won't get shown to them. But if they're your biggest fans, you'll they'll see all of your stuff. And I'm here to tell you that I would be thrilled to see 15 Super Mario Brothers posts every day. And uh, the people who are fans of your business would be thrilled to see 15 things from you too. I agree with that as well. So another creative way to get yourself in front of people, um, there are uh, like 16 or so places that Google and other search engines read and recognize for business listings. So making sure that you have your business listings um, registered, you have claimed them, they're yours, 
Um, if you're a larger company and you own several, um, let's say you have a parent company and then you have several locations, making sure that you have that set up properly where there's a parent company and then the other locations are under that. Um, all of that is really important. Um, but I think also making sure that you have a good website um, that is kind of the hub of your marketing is also equally important because all of those listings are going to ask for your website URL. Um, and based on the content that you're producing on your website, the blogs that you're doing, vlogs that you're doing, things of that nature, I think that um, that is a, another important thing to look at. So your business listings, what that does for you is it, it has an area where people can leave you reviews and say that you're an awesome person to do business with. Um, the most creative way that you could possibly get in front of people is to have a strategy to get reviewed and get reviewed often. Um, have a strategy to engage with people and engage with them often. Those are kind of the, the really big ways to make a splash in your business. So it's simple, right? Have a strategy to engage with people. Have a strategy to get reviews. And block the time. Block the time. Spend the time on it. Okay. There's your formula for success. Go out and do it. If you liked what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Share it with a friend. Follow us on the socials. At Edge One Media. At This Is Nicholas DeSalvo. Or at Megan DeSalvo. 